Hi, Chris Ruvo here for Counselor Magazine. Today I'll be chatting with the woman who's been spearheading sales growth for the promo division at Safeguard Deluxe, one of the fastest growing top 40 distributorships in the industry. That talented executive is Tracy Barton, who appears on Counselor's just released Power 50, an exclusive ranking of the most influential people in the branded merchandise business. You can check out the full list and a profile on Tracy at asicentral.com backslash news. As for today, Tracy will be offering insights on everything from effective leadership to strategies that have catalyzed Safeguard success. Tracy, thanks for taking the time. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Awesome. So let's get into the first question. Um, and it's it's kind of a broad one, but we, we want to get your take on it. What makes a successful leader? Successful leaders are, are passionate for their cause. Um, they lead with a purpose and they, and they focus on an end goal. Um, honesty and integrity are traits of leaders that inspire me within the industry. Um, great leaders are ones that help others reach their goals, uh, removing obstacles and allowing them the opportunity to succeed. All right. Well said. Um, so kind of to that point, uh, you've been in a leadership role there now at Safeguard for a while. What's what's one of your proudest achievements during your during your time at Safeguard? I'm extremely proud of the growth and achievements of the promo support team in Dallas. We call them Promo D. Um, they were recognized in 2018 as the Customer Service Team of the Year for uh, by the uh, American Business Awards that they received the prestigious Gold Stevie Award. It's a very proud moment for me. Oh wow! Okay, and um, so for so for you that that process was that collective team success. That was a very collective success on the team. Okay. Um, just kind of riffing off that for a moment, um, just, what is it about um, the, the operation of that team that really uh, helped them stand out? You know, they, they just have a strong desire to be their best every day and come to, the, um, come to work, energize, feed off of each other, and uh, really help promote growth within our network. Fantastic. So let's look at um, kind of the other side of the coin here. What's an example of a time that you came up short, and what lessons did you learn from that that made you better or stronger in the long run? Well, if you're talking about golf, I can think of several examples of <laughs> yeah. coming up short. Right. But I don't think we're talking about golf. We're talking about uh, business, and you know, there's no specific event uh, that comes up to tying up tying, you know, into coming up short. However, there's been lots of challenges and learning opportunities along the way. Um, probably the business biggest lesson that I have learned along the way is tied to showing up and being prepared. Mm -hmm. um, I learned a long time ago that when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Uh, preparation and organization is really our key for, for growth. So going in doing your preparation in advance, and then being flexible, being flexible to curveballs, obstacles, um, trying to keep your focus on the end result, and don't let distractions throw you off target, but uh, just be flexible and, and show up every day. Gotcha. Well said. Um, so let's look at, at Safeguard here. Um, 
Safeguard's g growth has been impressive over the last few years. Um, off the top of my head, I, I think it was something like 15% uh, year-over-year annual growth in, in 2018 compared to uh, 2017. It's obviously impressive. Um, you know, what have been some of the key strategies and factors that have that have driven the organic growth for, for Safeguard? Well, I would say that Safeguard specifically has um, very strong customer loyalty. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been in business for over 65 years. Our parent company, Deluxe, has been over 100 years. Mm -hmm. um, developing strong relationships with our customers, uh, learning their businesses, and then going in. And we have added new uh, services and offerings along the way. So we're just trying to offer our customers additional products and services to help them grow and market their businesses. So it's basically walking in saying, hey, we've got these loyal customers. Let's continue helping those customers grow, which then in turn makes us grow. That makes a lot of sense. Um, can you give us maybe an idea of uh, one or two of the, the services or new products, whatever it might be, that um, that you've added to kind of further support your customers? So we um, added promotional products and apparel mm -hmm. uh, several years back, and we've really kind of expanded that. Our company is uh, was initially based on uh, print, so we've mm -hmm. improved our print facilities. Uh, we have terrific uh, full-color opportunities. We've added um, web offerings, uh, hosting opportunities for customer websites. Um, we're, we've off we're offering payroll services for companies oh, today. Okay. Um, it's just a really uh, a strong network of uh, services to help customers uh, run their businesses. Yes, I can see how that would make a lot of sense because if they're already doing one uh, channel of business with you, why why not, um, if there's an adjacent channel you can get into, why not offer that as well? I, it makes it easier for them because they could come to one source for all that stuff, I would think. Absolutely. Um, so that's the some of the customer-facing stuff. What about um, uh, back-end services? Um, what types of tools, supports, and, and as I say, back-end services do you provide to to help distributors grow? We have a strong sales support team. We have um, order entry systems, uh, customer invoicing, collecting payments for customers, managing the supplier network, supplier uh, payments. Um, we try to remove some of the friction or obstacles from our uh, distributor locations so that they can focus on offering products and services uh, to customers. Makes a lot of sense. Um, another interesting thing, I uh, was reading the profile on you, and um, it, 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 you've had a hand, as I understand it, in, in developing some multimedia offerings um, uh, for the company, uh, things like a, a newsletter, a webinar, and video series. Um, can you just talk a little bit about what these things are and kind of where, where they fit in and, and how they help the uh, safeguard? I'd be happy to. Um, you know, we use several different platforms today to offer education uh, in several different formats. Not everybody's able to absorb education the same way. And the more educated you are, the better you are, uh, the more you're an expert in your business. Um, weekly, we do a uh, In the Know with promo um, newsletter. So we try to do short, concise uh, information containing pertinent data for our network that's 
revolving around our preferred suppliers. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that our uh, distributors have key updates within the industry and kind of some short, concise information. Monthly, uh, we host a, I host a um, education seminar called Fired Up Fridays. Mm -hmm. uh, I bring in guest speakers from our preferred uh, supplier network. The session is focused on selling strategies and success stories, not really products specifically, but it's helping uh, our sales teams see successful strategies uh, engaged. And then monthly, we also do a um, uh, monthly video. We work with some of our preferred suppliers, our internal training team. Uh, we create and produce the, a video series focused on highlighting hot industry topics, products, and success stories. Um, last month, we did uh, offering you know, different types of foods, selling opportunities for this season. Um, you know, there's lots of different foods, lots of different chocolates, different different ways of uh, presenting it and offering it to customers. Um, they're really buying it anyway for mm -hmm. customers at this time of year and uh, rewarding in uh, their customer base. So why not uh, buy it locoed and have their uh, imprint on it uh, through this industry? Oh, it's, it sounds like you have a lot of fun doing this, too, huh? Oh, it's absolutely a blast. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite? Do you have a, a particular one that you like working on the most, the, uh, the, the video or the, the education? See, what might it be? You know, I really have fun with our monthly web uh, webinar. That's uh, kind of trying to, to bring in the right speakers and uh, the right, uh, I want to say, energy mm -hmm. to uh, engage our distributor network. So that may be the most uh, engaging for me, for my team. It's got to be the, the monthly webinars. They come in, bring their favorite picks. They think about it all month long and try to bring up something new uh, every month to help uh, have a little fun with it. Gotcha. So when you're producing all this this content um, for for the network, um, you know, obviously you're, you're doing a lot of research that goes into that. So you, you, I'm guessing you have a pretty good idea on um, maybe what some of the, the, the top challenges, if you will, um, that are facing uh, promo di distributors at the moment. Um, what might some of those challenges be and how could they potentially be overcome? You know, um, I personally think there's a couple of things mm -hmm. that are challenges in our industry. I think diversity. Mm -hmm. We need diversity in our category if we're going to grow. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to be more inclusive in our selections of team members and be more representative of the audience to whom we're selling today. Mm -hmm. uh, the audience is changing, and we need to change with them. Uh, another challenge I see is something I think that's on top of a lot of different people's minds. It's the instability of our political environment. Mm -hmm. um, it really has created a lot of challenges in our industry. Uh, there's a huge uncertainty on the supplier side of the business. And whenever the supplier has uncertainty, you know, the distributor has, has, some, has lots of challenges as well. We need to diversify um, and really evaluate where we're purchasing product and make sure that it's the right fit. Um, maybe it's from China. Maybe we need to continue uh, importing from there. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to diversify where we're purchasing product, look within the U.S., look with other um, uh, opportunities around the world. And then we need to offer products that uh, really help our customers mm -hmm. 
you know, they're growing today and looking at opportunities. Um, to, I want to cha- say change the environment. Mm-hmm. We need to have that mindset as well uh, because we're, we are here for the long term. We want to be around. We want to be pertinent, relevant. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, we're going to need to embrace diversity, environmental issues, and work around the challenges of our political environment. Well, all right, very, very well said. Um, let's look at it from the more positive angle now. Um, what are some of the biggest opportunities for promo distributors out there, and um, how can these be capitalized on? I think we have plenty of opportunities within all kinds of different vertical markets, um, within education, within the financial institution. I think that the more we can kind of dive in and educate our customers that are in those particular vertical markets on the value of promotional products with their marketing efforts, the the return on investment is greater than any other advertising medium. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid here. Yeah. <laughs> there are experts, you know, we are experts in our industry. We need to help the customers be experts and help them uh, understand what our knowledge is. Mm-hmm. We need to help groom them. We need to listen to their pain points. And then we need to offer solutions so that we can help them be more successful. So, again, the more our customers can be successful, the more success we will have. You know, I find it really interesting that you um, point out that 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 uh, you know what a main opportunity is to educate, and I th- I think that's a, a especially relevant point right now. Um, I'm sure you've seen there was a, a senator uh, out of Iowa who has promote uh, proposed a bill that would um, uh, incredible put. Uh, major restrictions on what federal government agencies can spend on promotional products. And um, we've had discussions here and in, in some of the content we've put out there that says, you know, part where that bill comes from, to an extent, is, is, is out of ignorance. It's not realizing what promotional products can do and what value that they bring to the table. So I, I, I think that your point on, on educating not only customers, but really the public at large and, and legislators out there is, is very well made right now as, when we're up against something like, like that facing our industry. I totally agree. I, I am very aware of what's going on within the industry, and I also believe that it's our responsibility as distributors and suppliers to try to help educate all parts of this, uh, parts of our political society so that they understand that this is not a giveaway. This is a value add. We're adding more value than any other advertising medium, and you can't, um, you know, why would you want to wake walk away from that particular opportunity. Very well said. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate you giving us some time. We appreciate those insights. Hopefully everybody listening uh, have some great takeaways that they can that they can put into practice. And Tracy, just thank you again so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.